Well, hello there, Facebook and YouTube family. Also to our conference line, those that are joining us on the conference line on uh, this evening, uh, we just welcome you to Hope International Ministries uh, on tonight. Uh, again, uh, you, you know, the enemy's busy, so I know that Pastor... Uh, Pastor Valerie must have a have a mighty teaching on tonight because uh, it's just flashing. So um, I'm going to make sure that we go on the social media piece and make sure it's working. If I have to restart it, uh, we'll do that. But uh, for right now, we pray that uh, they're able to to see us and hear us uh, on the social media piece. So if you're out there, YouTube, Facebook, just uh, hit in the chat whether the all right. I see you. Uh, Pastor say good evening. So must be doing all right on that side on the Facebook page. Glory to God. So I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna hold things up. I um have a treat on tonight from uh for uh, our uh, Hope International Ministries family and uh, that's extended all over. We have people from all over that join us uh, from you know overseas. We have them here in the states. And so I want to introduce to you on tonight, this is a dear friend of mine. Uh, we go way, 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 way back before there was a, even Minister Mary, amen, and a Pastor Benjamin. And uh, we were on fire for the Lord uh, back in our in our heyday. <laughs> we were on fire out in the streets and free clothes giveaway, food witnessing, Um. I asked her to come on and to do a Bible study for us on tonight on evangelism, outreach, um, however she wants to come forth, uh, to do a, a teaching for us. <clears throat> um, and I think it's going to be uh, very rewarding. And I, I know you're going to get something. I'm not, I'm not even going to pray. I'm just going to decree and declare that you will get something on tonight that's going to bless you in your ministry and also an hour. So Pastor Valerie uh, Benjamin of Kadesh Ministry, a mobile ministry, and CEO of Kadesh Counseling Service, a biblical-based Christian counseling of New Jersey. She is a widow, a mother of three young ladies, in which I've watched them grow up to be fine young women in the Lord. I'm, I'm, I think I had a hand in it a little bit about. Uh, let's take a tiny bit of credit <laughs> in raising those three wonderful girls of yours. Amen. But she has three wonderful uh, daughters. Um, she has seven grandchildren and three of the seven uh, as a grandmother raising grandchildren. Amen. So it says here in her bio in 1987, the Lord delivered this woman and she might may give you some of her testimony. Um, delivered this woman of God from 18 years of addiction, domestic violence, codependency, and various traumas, unhealthy parenting, and more of which she has been set free and kept free for 35 years. Only do it 35 years by the Lord God Almighty. So um, that's just a little introdu introduction. I'm going to turn it over to her. She's going to star six herself so we can hear her on the conference line. Amen. And then um, she's just going to let the Lord use her uh, however he desires to use her on tonight as she comes forth. Amen. So Pastor uh, Valerie, if, if you're on this line, I need you to star six. Or I'll try to unmute you on my side if you're having trouble. See if you can start six yourself so we can hear you and bring your voice up over the airway. Amen. Uh, Prophetess Flo, can you hear me? Uh, unmute yourself, Prophetess Flo, if you can hear me. All right, I'm going to try. Yes, I can hear you. All right, so Pastor, Pastor Valerie, we're going to see if you can unmute yourself on the phone line so that we can hear you. Star six. Try star six. And let's see if we can hear you. I'm trying to get her up. That's okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Praise God. We yes. got you now. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do both things. I'm trying to look at you on Facebook as well as talk. Can you hear me good now? We can hear you perfect. Amen. You're perfect. So I'm to decrease and we're going to turn it over to you. And as I say, let the Holy Ghost lead you. You are free to flow in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
Oh, amen. amen. Somebody got some songs or something in the background. All right. If you're playing songs, matter of fact, mute yourself. If that's you, we don't hear you on this end, but if a uh, pastor can hear you, then you need to mute. So please mute Amen. yourself. Amen. Amen. God bless. Amen. Well, good evening, everybody. Um, I'm really honored to be here um, on tonight. Is it an echo or anything? No, we're good. Uh, okay. Amen. Um, on the phone line, Facebook page. We're good. We can hear you. Okay. All right. Honored to be here on the, on the phone line, on Facebook page, radio, and YouTube channel, and all over the world. Shalom. Hallelujah. I uh, have an assignment given by my very, very good friend, Pastor Mallory. Mary Mallory, as she said in the introduction, we have been together a long time and been through a lot of things together. But look at God. Look at God. Let's give, let's give God a, play, a praise right now. So um, my assignment on tonight is to talk about evangelism, which she is fully aware that is my heartbeat. And that's what I am called to do and um, have doing it. And we'll continue to do it until he calls me home. Amen. Because that's that's the mandate. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. You're fine on our end. Okay, praise God. Praise God. So we're gonna open up with prayer and then I'm gonna go right in with what the Lord had given unto me to give to each one of you. I hope y'all have pens and papers or uh you can type it on your phone or type it on your computer because these are some serious uh, and some powerful nuggets the Lord had uh, given unto me to deliver unto this awesome ministry. Amen? Amen. Okay, so I'm going to go into prayer. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we honor you all tonight. Holy Spirit, we just ask for your presence to be with us on tonight. Uh, guide your daughter's tongue and memory and eyes lord bless each person that have an ear to let them hear what the spirit is saying unto the church we love you we honor you thank you for your leader pastor mary mallory and all that is a part of folk ministries god we thank you for us being here and attentive so that we could be better equipped to do the work that you have called us to do let everybody in the audience say amen Can y'all hear me? Yep, amen. They're on mute, so that's why they're not talking. But well, they, they are, are mute. They are chatting okay. in the in the chat box here. So they on on the screen. They're chatting, but they're muted. Okay. Would you like me to unmute okay. them? If you like them, to, they can unmute them. In fact, you can star six yourself if you have any comments or questions. Star six yourself on the conference line, and we can hear you. Pastor can hear you. She can answer any questions. Those of you who are, who have phone. Amen. Me. Amen. Um, amen. So the first point, first point I want to say is evangelism is love in action. Evangelism is the heartbeat of God. If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. And I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Bible. Amen. Amen. So when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Others do with a total commitment and devotion. That's to amplify. He said to him, Peter said, yes, Lord, you know I love that I love you with a deep personal affection. As for a close friend, Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me with total commitment and devotion? He said to him, yes, Lord. This is Peter. You know that I love you with deep personal affection. As for a close friend, Jesus said to him, shepherd my sheep. <laughs> the 17th verse, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Do you really love me? 
And he said to him, Peter, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. So I want you in the audience, I want you to say to yourself, with this great command, this great commission, this love in action, this heartbeat of God, say, Lord, I'm going to feed your sheep. Amen. Evangelism is spreading of the Christian gospel by public preaching or personal witness. A zealous with wisdom, advocacy of a cause, zealous advocacy of a cause. Evangelism is merely God working through each one of us that's on this phone line, that's connected on the YouTube, that's connected on Facebook, God working through each one of us. It is God who sees and God alone. In his kindness, he uses human instruments, you and I, to do what? Proclaim his love, to proclaim his grace, to proclaim his forgiveness, and to proclaim his redemption. It is the winning of a revival of a personal commitment to Christ. He's calling for all the backsliders. If you have your Bibles continually open, turn with me to Matthew 28, 19 through 20. And could someone unmute themselves and read that passage openly, please? Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20. Go ahead, take a risk. Go ahead, read the word. 28, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Hello. Okay. Yes. Yes. It says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. 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 And thank you for that word. So he's telling us to go. Go. And in this time, I'm not trying to preach. I got to teach. But in this season where we are in our world, and all the calamity and all the things that are happening, tell yourself, we must go. Amen. See, evangelism has five forms and are value of evangelism. One of them, there are five forms and value of evangelism. Anyone know any of them? I know I like interaction. I feel weird on this side. <laughs> Anybody know any form or value of evangelism? Just unmute yourself and shout it out. One, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. It's direct. That's a value. Direct. Direct means going to someone face to face, right? It's about intellectual, like understanding and speaking clearly, distinctly. It's about a testimonial, like Pastor Mallory was sharing a little bit about my testimony, which she knew of, that the Lord delivered me from drugs and alcohol. And actually, Mary made it first, made it 36 years. 36 years it has been that the Lord has kept me from engaging or being a part of or returning back to, he kept me for 36 straight years without it being involved in not only the drug use, but the lifestyle that comes with it. And I am ever so grateful. So that's a form and a value of evangelism. And why would that be such a value? Because it's your story. When we go out to do evangelism, as Pastor Mary has said, we've been doing it forever. Clothes, drive, hitting the streets, going to corners. 
And whenever we approach someone and we're talking to someone about the Lord and how it is so important for them to try to understand that they need him or return back to him or that he loves them and that he cares for them is mostly by our testimony. See, the one thing I learned about, because I used to search and try to find out my place or if I was still able, uh, still a part of God's vineyard, because, you know, I grew up in the church. That's another part of my testimony, saying on the choir, did all of that kind of go to conferences and always loved God. But then when things turned around, my testimony, I ended up going out into the world. And then I When I was returning back to the Lord through various means, I felt like I still was not worthy of the Lord's blessings upon my life until one day He reminded me how awesome and how I was called and how I was chosen. He was calling His backslider, He was calling His daughter and redeemed them to replace them, to reflect them, to replenish them, to recharge them, to go and do the first works over. That's the awesome thing. That's the value of evangelism. And it's all in me, right? It's in all of us. We We have been created and designed to do that, to share how God brought us through. Amen? Amen. The value of evangelism. The other value of evangelism is relational. And relational. What do you mean, Pastor Valerie, relational? That means you develop and you establish that relationship with those individuals that you're sharing the good news with. I live in brick, and every once in a while, the Lord will have me go to Neptune, and he said, it's time for you to go see your peoples. I grew up in Asbury, I ran the streets in Asbury, Neptune, you name it. And every once in a while, the Lord will impress it upon my spirit to go to the shop right in Neptune. And you know what happens when you go to the shop right in Neptune. You see everybody, everybody you haven't even seen since high school. And it is so refreshing because then we're able to have that conversational and build that relationship and and establish a relationship and and we're able to share the good news of the gospel. I haven't seen you in a long time. I haven't seen you in a long time. How you doing? You still in the Lord? Yes, girl. All those kind of conversations. See. Mm-hmm. So when you're about when you're evangelizing, it's more than just going on to the block. It's every single day in your life. At first I was gonna do everyday evangelism, but God said, nope, 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 nope. It's all about every day, everywhere we go, to the gas station, to the supermarket, in the meat aisle. I've led people to Christ in the getting eggs out of the, the aisle for the eggs. I mean, it's just amazing how God will position us and direct us to go a certain place. And only go a certain place and just say one word. Well, thank you. God bless you. All you have to do is say something like that. And they say, God bless you. You know the Lord. Yes, you know the Lord. Boom. That's it. That's the conversation. Right? Relational. And it's an invitation and service. It's not a burden. It's a service. It's invitational. So when you're going to invite yourself to somebody's corner, I mean, I've sat on the curb with people. I've sat in police stations with people. I've sat in hospitals with individuals. I've sat in funeral parlors with individuals, sharing the good news of this great gospel, even in the midst of the the pain, and even in the midst of the perplexities, and even in the midst of not understanding, God has a wonderful way of using us, of using us to evangelize his greatness. Amen? Amen. Pastor, there are Pastor four... Valerie, Pastor um, huh? Valerie, I have a question or yeah. a statement. Maybe you, you can um, help me. Why do you think so many people find it difficult to tell their testimony. Um, and even as I'm listening to you, 
um, just seeing evangelism as an invitation. Why is it that people are so um, reluctant, um, not reluctant, but sometimes afraid? Um, I don't know. Like they, why is it difficult for people to like share the gospel? <laughs> you know. Well, because sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes individuals are guarded because I, I know when I first started out, I wasn't sure if individuals going to receive me and be receptive of what I had to say. So sometimes individuals become guarded until it could be a little simple word. It could be something about a clothing that you like or a pair of shoes or something like that, and it can lead into that. And the Holy Spirit, the most important thing, and I have to say this, the most important instrument, the most important person to help us to know how to manage and help his sheep is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will temper us. But, you know, to be able to have that conversation with individuals. Amen. Did that help a little bit? Yes. Amen. So, any other questions? I like questions. Okay. So, there are four E's of evangelism. If you have a pen and paper, I want you to write these down because it's important. The first E for evangelism is your experience, like we were just talking about. Your own personal day-to-day. You could talk about your day-to-day without having to go in the back in the history you can talk about like how, you know, like my car not too long ago, I had to get a whole new engine. I had to get a whole new engine in my car, you know, and just having a conversation with somebody else, like I did not know where the money was going to come from. I didn't know how it was going to work, but God, that opens the door. So people can see that we as believers, we go through stuff on a day-to-day basis like people that don't even have a relationship with God. But the difference is that we know where our help comes from. And so we can share that and make it more tangible, more palatable, more personable, more real in the real time. What happens is sometimes we be so high-minded that we are no earthly good. Hallelujah. God wants us to be so get to the get right to the exact nature of people's stuff. And so evangelism is is your experience, your day to day, your your activity. Oh, I was just sitting there. It's not it, it, and, and it's not so much like we had to learn, right? Pastor Mary, not so much church jargon. Yeah, yeah. Just day to day language. Mm-hmm. Just day to day conversation. Mm-hmm. And then they will say, wow. You know, wow, that, that was a nice conversation we had. And you might not never see those people again. I'm trying, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you might not never see these people again. And so God gives us an opportunity to be able to share that our experiences to other people so we can lift them up. He said, if I be lifted up, I will what? Draw all men unto me. So it's nothing that you have to say that has to be, and churchy is not even helpful because people know church and you will have individuals that know church better than you know church and come and challenge you with what you know. I've had that. And that's nobody but the enemy that will come and try to get you all twisted and turned around and, and get you get fear come in and paranoia come in and make you feel like you're stupid and you don't know the Bible. The devil is a liar. Your story, your experience is one of the greatest aspects of evangelism. The other E is everywhere. I love that song, I'm Just a Nobody, trying to tell everybody about somebody who really loves me. Evangelism is everywhere, the mall. The bathroom, the gas station. I think I made mention of that. Uh, everywhere you go, your walk is evangelism. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes people can just get the aura off of you and say, there's something different about you. There's something that you do, the way you walk, the way you come in the store. You know, I used to, uh, I worked in a methadone clinic and it just closed down on the, the 7th of, uh, of April. 
and I would have to go to work. I had to leave the house because I live in Brick, and I would have to leave the house at least by by 4.30 or 4.15 in the morning, in the dark, to get to the to the uh, to my job at least by 4:30 or quarter to five in the morning, and so sometimes I gave myself enough time to go to Wawa's right there in Neptune by Dunkin' Donuts right off the of 35, and all kinds of stuff be happening early in the morning. Amen. All kinds of people be out there doing stuff early in the morning. And when I go in, I said, I put the whole armor of God. I said, God, I put my whole put the whole armor. And as I walk in, people would look at me, just the people that's hurting, the people that are homeless, the people that are hungry, all of that would be right out there at the door at Dunk at uh Wawa, even at Dunkin' Donuts at the door. But there was an aura. And so when I walk in, the spirit of the Lord would let me know, oh they know you, they see you. Because remember the enemy is true. The enemy is real. So the enemy is going to and fro, seeking whom he can devour. And he wants to devour the people so they do not get the good news of the gospel. Amen? Amen. So everywhere you go is a part of evangelism. I don't care if you go to the bank, supermarket, go sit before somebody to try to get a house, whatever. Everywhere you go is a moment to be able to share the good news of the gospel with one word or two words. The other part of the E of evangelism is exchange. That when you evangelize it and you're working, even in the church or outside in the community, there's an exchange that takes place. That it might be an exchange on another person. And, mm, I've encountered when I go to, to minister in the street, people, like I said before, know the word, and the enemy will use them and come and try to get you all confused and take you off your off your point. But there's an exchange that takes place. That's the way it was with Christ. It was always an exchange. He would say something, the other person, just like what we read the scriptures before in John 21. Well, if you love me, be my sheep. Hallelujah. An exchange going back and forth. One word answer. It don't have to be so profound. It just has to be. It just has to be productive. Amen. And the other E for evangelism is to evangelize, to go out, right? To do public preaching or personal witnessing, right? To go and be an advocate for the Lord. The main purpose of evangelism is share the what? Anybody got an answer? What's the main purpose of evangelism? Share the good news of the gospel. The good news of what? The gospel. What else? Your testimony? What else? Show a love of Christ towards the people. Okay. All right. All right. All right. What else? Um, your experience. Well, when I, before I got saved, um, this is Minister Sharon. Before I got saved, when I, I worked at a nursing home, and this person... We could because we had what happened. We lost. She you. lived her life um, before me, and I knew she was saved. She was a living testimony, a living a living epistle Witness. to me. That's yeah. that's why I came to Christ. That's right. That's how you do it, and it's on a day to day basis, right? Like you're saying, yeah. right? And so when yeah. we share the good news, we're sharing the good news of salvation, right? That's what we're sharing. That's good mm -hmm. news that you could be mm -hmm. saved. What? Me? I was a drug addict. I was IV drug use, had holes in my arms. I was selling myself on the street. And you're going to tell me I could be saved? I backslid. I was hanging out there in the streets. I just came out of church. God ain't going to love me just. That's the good news of salvation. It is open to everybody. Mm. Right? That's what Romans lets us know. Glory to God. My belly is, is bubbling. I get excited. There's the good news of sharing of the forgiveness. <laughs> the forgiveness of God. Once we come to him and accept him, he forgives us of all our iniquities. Don't the Bible say that? 
that's good news. People don't forgive. God forgive. And our biggest battle is us forgiving ourselves. Can we say amen, hallelujah? Amen. That's our biggest battle. We think we have to be perfect, but all we have to be is progressive. God forgives us every day when we wake up. Every morning, his mercies is new. Isn't that what the Bible says? That means his mercies is new to give us an opportunity to be able to do it right, get better with it, get get honest about it, let it come out of my heart, let it come out of my spirit, and stop self-condemning. Therefore, now there is no condemnation who is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And the other good news is grace. Only but for the grace of God, there I go. That's why when I talk to other people, when you point one finger at somebody, how many is coming back to you? Three. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a right to judge what somebody else do. That's not my job. My job is to help them understand that they are faithful. And did you receive Christ before in your life? Yes, that's And you know what? He wants you to come home. He wants to hold you. He wants to, I'm not worthy of that. Yes, you are. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. It needs to be in a way where it's wrapping that love of Gary cry, wrapping the love of God around them. People are hurting. People are leaving this earth without knowing Christ. Yes. The passion of God must envelop around them. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. That's all right. <laughs> the Holy Ghost uses you. You know it. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. And we have fallen short in that. Mm-hmm. Even to the kids. That's the good news. That's why when I come to y'all and be a part of your worship services and I see the kids in the house, I get so excited because they have a right to Christ too. And how will they know if you're not my disciples? And a disciple is a teacher. A disciple is a person to go around and teach. Amen. So the good news about the purpose of evangelism is for nothing else that you get out of this teaching is that it's for the salvation of another. It's about helping them to understand that God will forgive, can forgive, shall forgive, and will continue to forgive from the past, the present, and the future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That evangelism is about forgiveness always. And it's about his grace. His grace. And I and and I and I say this with a lot of passion because and Mary, Pastor Mary, know I was married. I'm a widow, and my husband was raised as a Jehovah Witness. So for me, and here I was called in ministry. It was like what you can imagine. I'm like, God, how is this gonna work? Are we supposed to walk in agreement? There were so many times I wanted to divorce. There was God would not allow me to do that. Because of his grace and his mercy. He said, if you do that, then how are you going to see me? Sometimes we're put in situations where we're going to have to be in it so that the other person can see the love of God. So they can see the forgiveness of God. So they can see that salvation is possible. It doesn't mean you have to put yourself in a position where it's going to do harm because the Lord will not allow that to happen. But he will give you wisdom. And when it was all over and all said and done, my husband received Christ. And when it was all over and all said and done, at the end he said to me, you remind me of the woman in Proverbs. Proverbs 35. You remind me that woman in Proverbs. And I just broke her down and cried. Because of the fact that you sacrifice so much, you go through so much. Didn't Christ go through so much for us? What more could we do? What less could we do? The same measure that's poured out on him, the Bible says the same measure poured out on us. He will protect us. He will keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Amen? There are five P's 
This is a teaching class in evangelism. The first P is priority. Priority. Why do you think it's priority? Let me hear some feedback. It's almost to the end. Why do you think it's priority? Because that's the Lord's heart's desire that all will be saved and no one will be lost. And no one be lost. He grieves him, right? Thank you. Thank you, mm-hmm. Bob. It grieves him. It grieves him. And it's not for us to measure, uh, uh, you know, whether or not they, it's, it's God before them who could be against them. You know, he's calling the backsliders in this time and age. And so we have some work to do. We got to roll up our sleeves and get going because it is the number one of God's heart. And no one should perish, but all come into what? What's the word? Repentance. Repentance. It is essential. It needs to be done on the heart and mind every time you go out, every time I go out, no matter how large or small the outing is. That's great gospel, some kind of way, must be shared. The other, the other P, the most other important part of evangelism, and, and, and it's the key element for evangelism, is prayer. It's essential for the Holy Spirit to endow you with the power to minister. Isn't that what Acts 1 and 8 said? Wait till I endow you with the power. Just like before coming on in here and everything you do, pray. When you get ready to walk in the store, when you get out the car, before you lock the door, click, click. Lord, I don't know who you got me coming here to see, but I pray that we will have a spiritual encounter. When you come with that kind of a mindset, be ready. Be ready. Don't think it's strange that somebody come up to you. Don't think it's because the aura There's a special aura. There's a special odor. It's a good odor that come out. The godly odor that comes out. Even the enemy knows that. But be ready. It's essential. But you will see power and ability when the Holy Spirit come upon you. And you will be my witnesses, the Bible says. Both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. Prayer is essential. It's everything. We can't do nothing. Pray without ceasing. We can't do anything. We can't walk. We can't. God, I'm going to go in this supermarket. Help me to be your light. I can't even imagine all those people in Chicago when they went to the store. Somebody said, God, help me be your light. And their life was taken. We're in a day and age where we just cannot take for granted that we're going to be here in the next minute. So every minute that we don't witness, we wasting time and we're causing someone not to be able to receive the gift of life like we have. Do we want others to have the same gift? Do we want them to be able to come into heaven? Do we want them to really receive Christ? And there could be some people, and I know it, on your job, in your family, you can have some disgruntledness with. But God said, beyond that, how far does my love go? The Bible tells us that love covers a multitude of sin. How far will my love reach to somebody else? Right? Amen? People who do not like you, smell like you, whatever, is another part of the the peas. So evangelism is working with someone who don't look like you, a lot of times it doesn't, who don't smell like you, who don't respond like you. They're still part of the order of God. Proclaiming the other peas. What? Proclaiming the good news. What is the good news? Somebody. His grace came to rescue you, to save you, and to make you his own. Can you imagine when we had the event, uh, uh, 
the opportunity last year out of Kadesh Ministries, something that was placed on my heart for a long time. I only did it once with another ministry, but this time God allowed me to do it with the ministry that he called me to do because it's a mobile ministry and we try to do some more stuff. We were able to go out for New Year's Eve and Pastor Mary to tell you, I'm always uh, unconventional. New Year's Eve in our cars with hats, gloves, socks, scarves. New Year's Eve in the cold. So you got to be ready to be ready for any element that's out there. Are you willing? Well, go feed my sheep, but it's cold outside, God. Are you willing? Go feed my sheep, but it's raining, it's snowing. Are you ready and willing? Go feed my sheep. Because we don't know who God has sitting and waiting for us to encounter with him. We never know. We never know. So he says, go feed my sheep. So we went out that year. New Year's in 2022, when 2022 came in, we went out and we ministered to so many people. We went from one end to Springwood Avenue with our car. We didn't bring no food. We didn't do all that because, you know, people could say you gave them something and it got them poison or whatever. But we gave them tangible stuff. He has us to be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. And we were able to pass these things out and minister to people. We were able to, three people out of all the people that we saw was able to give their life to the Lord. By the time we got all the way down to the beach by the police station, we had 14 people that wanted to have prayer. Because, you know, New Year's Eve, everybody zipped and zooted, right? We threw it all the way to the beach. And that was such joy. We fasted before we went. And then we let the Lord use us. We came together. We had a plan. We prayed before we entered the streets. We covered each other. Those are the other things I'm going to talk about before we hit the streets. And God was pleased. I was drunk. I was drunk in the spirit. But God was pleased. Proclaiming what? The good news. By any means necessary. He said his grace came to rescue them, to save them, and make them his own. It's not about us. Maybe that lines up with the story of Pastor Mallory was asking me why, or somebody was asking why people don't want to share their story. Well, what is the matter with your story? Are you ashamed of your story? Are you ashamed of where God brought you from? Your story, it might be the very thing that will pull somebody out of the fire. Bring them out of the gates of hell. These are some perilous times. See, yes, yes. And perseverance, the other three. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Each time you go, enter or be anywhere, somewhere, for whatever reason, share the good news of the gospel. And it could just be having a conversation. People are experiencing a lot of grief in our season, a lot of losses in our season. It's not about you. I can tell you this. Whenever I'm having a bad time, God will always have me reach, run into somebody that i got to share something about. And then before you know it, my hard times or my challenges that I'm experiencing is not as hard. He has a wonderful way of flipping that thing around. Say, look, daughter, you think you got it? Listen to this. You think you have it hard? Look at that. And still work through it your own glory. He pulls you out of your own despair so that you can be a blessing to somebody else. Because sometimes we're in our own way. Oh, that'll that'll talk later. Do you know for sure that you will go to heaven? So as you're talking to someone, you can have that conversation. Hi, you introduce yourself. And you say, do you know for sure that you're going to go to heaven one day? If God were here to ask you, why should I let you go to heaven? What would you say? Those are the kind of little dialogues that you can have with another person. 
You see, these two questions could be the way to share the gospel anywhere at any time. You see, we do not know the day or the hour when Christ is going to return. Isn't that right? We can have conversations. I've had conversations with people and find out the next day they're gone. When I worked in the rehab, I remember this young girl was battling because she was raised with a faith that condemned her, dis, dis, um, fellowshiped her, and, and she did not believe that God would still love her. And I was able to minister to her early in my walk with Christ, and she received the Lord back into her heart. She asked God to come and forgive her of her soul, and then she died the next day. We don't know. We're not the police like that to go pick out, oh, this one ain't going to make it, that one ain't going to make it. That's not our job. That's not our role. That is not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to walk lowly, walk circumspectively, walk in a way that we can demonstrate grace, peace, and grace. Okay. All right. I'm going to go on my, on my soapbox. It is essential. That sharing this great gospel is number one. Wherever we go, whenever we go, family, friends, enemies, and strangers. The best way to evangelize is always to share your story, your story, yours, how you met God. Yes. How did that happen? Be a good listener. Ask them their name. If they like to give you the name, they repeat their name in the conversation. It helps them to know they matter. They become inclusive with you. And when they become inclusive with you, you are showing them they can be, be inclusive with God. See, we modeling the Christ. Don't pretend to have all the answers. These are some tidbits that I had to learn over the, over the time period. It's okay to say, well, you know what? I really don't know, but I can get back to you on that. This way you're not sharing misinformation. A lot of times when we go out and Pastor Mary can tell you that too, we people will give us and tell us what somebody said or somebody church said or they got kicked out of this or they done that, 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 and giving them misinformation and it grieves you. I know it grieves me, but it's not my opportunity to keep putting that whatever, whoever, down, but to deliver truth. Amen? Amen. You are showing them that you can be inclusive with God, Christ Jesus. And yes, it's good to have a Bible, but sometimes the Bible's in you. He said, you have the water of life inside of you. Yes, it's good. Nowadays, we have our phones, so we can flip it and put a word there all of that, but it's good to be able to rightly divide a word of truth and be a good listener. Don't pretend to have all the answers. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm going to get back with you. And believe me, they will remember you and expect, expect you to remember them. Married to tell you that for a fact. If I go down the street, there go Valerie. They don't even call me pastor, minister. Just don't call me late for dinner, I say to them. <laughs> and we laugh because the titles are just the title. I'm a child of God. You're a child of God. I've had the privilege to minister to individuals that was um, involved in um, bisexual activity. And that person accepted Christ into their life. There is nothing, hear my words, nothing too hard for God. Yes. Amen? Yes. Nothing. Amen. And they're going to eat you up. Jesus. And they're going to swallow you and spit you out. Don't you know we have a God that protects us? Pray before you go. Pray while you are going. And pray while you are sharing. And pray when it's all done. The Bible tells us pray without ceasing. Pray, pray, pray. 
And there is a physical logistic thing. Once you done, go home and strip that stuff and take a shower and anoint yourself again. Yes, anoint, anoint, cover yourself. So all of that stuff will come off. Because the enemy would like to come and cause confusion in your house. You ever went out to minister? I've done it so many times. Go out to minister and then stuff get haywire in your own house. Because the enemy's mad. Because you took a risk. You took the time out to talk to somebody to bring them from death to life. That's a big job. Yes, God. That's a big responsibility. So the enemy's going to create it. So you say, oh, I see you. I see you. Uh-huh. No, because, because I just came from the street. I just came from the street. But God will cover it. God will take care of it. He will manage it. He will fix whatever is crooked and make it straight. Lord, I thank you. And put your music on and keep it moving. Amen? Am I, am I, I'm almost done, Sister Mary. Pastor Mary, I'm almost done. Okay. Okay. So I said, you pray before we go. So lastly, go out and share your faith. Shopping, food, clothing. I talked about it a little bit. Getting gas, paying bills. Visiting the bank, just walking, parent teacher meetings, everywhere and anywhere. Yes. Go out and share your faith. And we need it even the more now in this season. Hallelujah. Remember, the Lord has charged you, my brothers and sisters that are on the line, that's on Facebook, that's on YouTube, the Lord has charged you. To do what? Go. Two words. That is very powerful. And lastly, I want to talk about some practical things. Introduce yourself, like I said before, and your church. Greet them with a smile. Repeat their names while you're talking to them. Stay with your partner if you're going out with a group. Mm -hmm. No lone rangers. Watch and pray. Don't carry no money. When I used to, when I was uh, appointed to manage uh, outreach and stuff, we had to learn. Don't carry no money because we had people that stuff got stolen. You know, everybody we see is not about everybody we see. Mm -hmm. So he has us to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, right? Carry no money or big values. Big earrings. I used to say, well, take them earrings off, camera. Why? Because somebody could grab We don't know the condition. It's not to spook you and get you afraid, but you want to be wise. You don't want to draw anything as an attention seeker. Watch why you pray. Always go with a group. Always go with two people. Well, not unless you're going to go to the supermarket and all that, but the, the Lord have angels. But when you're doing an evangelistic thrust, and the team is going out, and you follow the leader, and you do what the leader is asking you to do, do it. There's no long ranges. Mm-hmm. It's not about you getting brownie points because you're out there doing something with somebody different, and you're separating from the group. When we come together, you know, the temptation say, ain't nothing more powerful than the group. Mm-hmm. It is the truth. Amen. When we come together, it brings this harmony. It brings the strength. It brings the power of God as you enter those streets or or synagogues or wherever you're going to go. Carry no money. Watch. Arrive on time and leave on time. Hello. I know we do that. We're supposed to be there at 7 o'clock. Why are you showing up at 710? Why somebody got to call you up and tell you to come and do that, 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 that? Where you at? How far are you? I'm sorry. Be on time. God is always on time. We start on time and we end on time. Relax and let the Holy Spirit be in control. Do not lay hands on anybody while you're out there. Do not give out your phone number, only the number of the church. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? Don't do that. Amen? Amen. So in, the, in closing... So this is 9 o'clock. In closing, Jesus, when you're 
And somebody said, well, what do I say to somebody when I'm leading them to Christ? Here is a wonderful prayer of salvation that we have practiced over and over. And it says, Jesus, ask the person, I confess that I'm a sinner. I believe that you are the son of God and you shed your precious blood on the cross for me. Lord, come into my heart, which is Romans 10, 9, and 10, and forgive me of my sins. Cleanse my heart from all unrighteousness. And now I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. And because it is that simple, I am saved. For with the heart one believes in righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So my brothers and sisters, the Lord want me to share with you, go now and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of the gospel whereunto man shall be saved. To God be the glory. Amen. I'm done, my, my sister. Amen. Don't go far. <laughs> Amen. That, that, that was some good teaching. It took me back to uh, yes. back of faith when, when you would do the classes. Uh, it took me back. Amen. And the wonderful thing about it is, you know, for me, you know, I, I I'm a people person. I I I like being in, in in the four walls. You know, I'm climbing up the walls, but it 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 brings a joy. And you and you said that it it just brings a joy when you're out there and you are you know you're to me in the trenches. You know, and and believe yeah. it or not, people are very open and receptive. Most people are open yeah. and receptive receptive than than push back. You know, and so it, it 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 for me it's a joy. Um, I like that piece about um, uh, where we where we find it that relational piece. I remember when we used to go out with clothes. Uh, we would go out yes. on Lake Avenue with clothes, and what we did, you know, what we did, Pastor. We we just we ex exuded the love of Jesus Christ. Like we just, you know, they yes. wanted pray. We didn't beat them down with, you know, church jargon and the scriptures, right. blah, 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 blah. Yes. We just befriended them and it opened yes. the door that they, they just, you know, they wanted prayer. They became personal, tell us about things in their lives and, you know, we could encourage them. And then at the end, this is what really got me in the end. They were like, well, where's your church? Cause I didn't have a church. <laughs> At the time, that was out on the street. <laughs> and it broke my heart. Right. I said, well, Lord, I want to send them yes. somewhere, but I don't want to send them anywhere yes. that they're going to, you know, that they're going to be, um, you know, beat up and abused. <laughs> you know, I want them to go in a place that I know uh, they would be discipled. But it was such a joy just to interact, you know, with the people um, and establish a relationship, you know, with them to the point that they, you know, they, they were coming like, we, we, you know, we, we want, we want, you know, we want Jesus and we want to be under your ministry. Right? We want to be under your teaching. Yeah. So Absolutely. people are, they, they're, they're out there. Um, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the labor harvest is plentiful. Yeah, or few. Uh, yeah, it, it, mm. I hate to say it, but it's, it's, it, it is the truth. It is the truth. It is the truth. Um, I was truly blessed. I'm telling you right now, you got to come back for part two. <laughs> okay, because we get oh, ready. For, we, we got to do this free clothes giveaway, and you know, it's 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 more yes. than just you standing there giving out clothes. This is an opportunity. Yes. Now, you yes. know, I hope you go back and listen to this. But these are opportunities when the people are there to have a discussion, talk to them. Amen. You know, so wrong. it's not just okay. We giving clothes out. There's this. You know, there is a hidden hidden agenda. Yes. <laughs> we want to share the good news as well, and we want right. to be there right. to 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 pray with them or whatever they they may need spiritually. Amen. Right. So I'm telling you right That's now, right. Pastor. Um, we'll talk, but I need a part two. Amen. <laughs> well, Pastor Molly. Yes. Pastor yes. Molly. Yes. When are you going to have your all night prayer? Say that again. Huh? When are you when are you going to have all night prayer again? When are we going to have all night prayer again? Yeah. Uh, we. I mm -hmm. know, whenever the Lord says, He hasn't given me a date or a time yet. So, 
Um, got a pen in it. But, but you're having the third, a Saturday prayer this week, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. We are praying. Absolutely. Amen. 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 And so, Amen. Uh, this is this was very fruitful, even yeah. for me to uh, 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 put it and type it out. And, I, I, it just was taking me back. I was, I was thinking about when we used to be at the train station, you know, Pastor Mallory and myself and some other person. We had Dunkin' Donuts, and Dunkin' Donuts would donate the yes, coffee and the yes. donuts for us. And we'd be out there, rain, hail, sleep, and yes. snow. It could be cold, but yes. we still was out there relentless. And the people would come, and we would minister to them. And then we, uh, one gentleman came back with us to church. We didn't let it interrupt church. We came out early. That's what I'm talking about, being, being ready. Be alert. Know what you got to do. I'm telling you, because you can't be sleeping. You can't be sleeping. I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share this. Holy Ghost says, share this. So the Lord placed on uh, my heart, and I talked to the, uh, our team, and we're going to be doing Word in the Park Amen. starting in June Amen. and just sit outside and have Bible study Amen. in the park Amen. on Springwood Avenue Amen. on Wednesday afternoons. Amen. And we're going to I'm gonna make it live on Facebook or whatever. Because the word, Amen. the bottom line, the word has to go out. Amen. It's free. Amen. It's nothing that you got to do anything extra. Just, you know, now everybody, media. So God said, put it on Facebook. My grandson helped me get the poll and everything. I put the cell phone on. And we want to have word in the park. Amen. And he said, do it simplicity. Nothing that's going to make it complicated. Simplicity. Because our mission always is to have someone give their life to Christ. Amen. Bottom line. Amen. Bottom line. So I will keep you posted on that. Y'all can see us when we get ready to do it. I'm excited. I get Amen. excited. I, I, you know, I, I'm an evangelist at heart. I can't help it. Amen. That's who I am. That's what I am. That's what he breathed me for. And I am not going to diminish it by no means. Amen. And I must be about my father's business, even if it's just me. Amen. Amen. Even if it's just me. Don't let anyone stop you from carrying this great gospel, right? The good Samaritan didn't let nobody stop him on his way. He saw somebody in need. What did he do? Took him to the end and paid for his day. Don't let anyone stop you from sharing this good gospel. Ever. Ever, ever, and I'm done, Pastor. <laughs> yeah, really done. Because you're you're going to give the benediction, um, <laughs> however you want to do it. We'll we'll talk. I won't talk to you tonight. I'll catch up with you, but um, uh, y'all get ready for part two. Amen. It's time. All right, give a, I'm gonna give you time to, to prepare. You know, get yourself together for something part two, and um, I need you to come back. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm honored. Amen. I, uh, I'm honored. And thank you for all the audience, all that's there listening and um, being a part. This is my first time doing it in this manner. So it gets you out your comfort zone, right? Pastor Mary, get us out of our comfort zone. Um, you know, but God is good. So if there's all hearts and minds are clear, is there is there anyone in the audience that's on the line that... Um, want to recommit themselves to the Lord so that you can be used by God and, and, um, and, um, you know, and be a part of everybody's a part of something, be a part of this great wave because this is kingdom building. This is kingdom building, great wave of kingdomness. Is there anyone on the line? Is there anyone on the line that has never received Christ in their life that want to receive Christ right now? Just open the phone line and just say, yep, yep, don't be ashamed. Yep, I need it. I hear okay. it. I want it. I want a deeper. I want a deeper. I'm going to go deeper in Christ. All right. That's a good one. That's a good prayer. Amen. That's right. So he heard that. Anyone else? Anyone else? I don't want to stop anyone. Amen. So with that, we're going to go into prayer. Father, uh, 
and going to do the benediction and um and we're going to ask the lord to help us to get deeper and not to be afraid amen so father we thank you for this time we thank you for your words we thank you for those that have an ear that hears what the spirit is saying to the church because we are the church glory to god father help us to grow deeper in you that when we grow deeper as we decrease more you will increase more so that we can share this great gospel to those that don't know you the those as you're calling your backsliders you're calling them home god Help us not to go past somebody on a day-to-day basis without saying, you know God loves you. You know, we never know how that might help somebody's day. Use us, God, as instrument of life. We are the light of the world. We, you tell us not to have our light hidden in the bushel. You tell us that. Let our light so shine, God that the world will see who you are. And we thank you, Father. Bless Pastor Mallory. Bless all of us, the part of the the international ministry. Bless all that have an ear that's connected to this um, uh, teaching time. In the matchless name of Jesus, anoint us anew, anoint us afresh. As we depart from this place, we will not depart from your presence. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, to present us faultlessly before the eternal Lord God, dominion, power, and glory. And all God's children say amen. 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 God bless you. Um, God bless you. Uh, if you're not... Busy Saturday, 5 a.m. Join us on the prayer line. Oh, yeah. Amen. Join us on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. And Sunday, we will be having uh, prevailing prayers. So if we're praying, it's it's praying time. Amen. So we're also going to be praying on Sunday um, uh, from 2.30 to 4.30 at uh, at the church house. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you again. Um, you're, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Um, and we'll be talking. We're not going to belabor. Um, if you have questions, hey, if y'all have some questions, uh, jot them down, uh, put them in the uh, in the comment box, and I will get them to Pastor um, Benjamin. And the next time she's here, maybe she'll uh, address some of your questions. So, um, we didn't have question and answer period. So if you have any questions, jot them down. You can put them in the comment box. And when she comes back, you see how I said when she comes back, she'll have, um, I'll, prepare, I'll give them to her so that she can um, respond to your questions. Amen. 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 God bless y'all. Thank y'all. Okay. Thank y'all for letting me be used. Hallelujah. Uh, God bless. This is awesome. Have a God bless. God bless. Wonderful evening to all. God bless. Amen.